0: This is the podcast by The Straits Times.
1: Hi, I'm Harianto Diman
0: and I'm Olivia Quay.
1: Welcome to The Straits Times The Big Story Podcast where we analyze key issues with our journalists and guest experts.
0: We'll discuss that in a few moments with David Lee, sports correspondent at The Straits Times. So David, before we get into, you know, 20 2034, the goal for 2034 and goal for 2010, The project FIRST that was announced yesterday has eight pillars like standardized football curriculum for primary schools, football academies and secondary schools, local and foreign scholarships as well as national service concessions. Out of the eight pillars, which do you think would make the most difference in giving young Singaporeans more avenues for high quality football training?
2: Right. um, Your question is rather specific as you mentioned high quality football training. Then the pillar of letting them soar is key as it seeks to establish multiple pathways to the elite level of the sport. Starting from the platform of schools um, and after the lear- learning the basics from a unified curriculum, the better players would be enrolled in school football academies where they can play against the best players in the country and overseas and hopefully be ready to break into the Singapore Premier League by the age of uh, 17. The pillar to enhance technical capabilities of coaches obviously helps as well. But of course, when they grow older, the other pillars such as scholarships and national service are also crucial because if partnerships can be established with top overseas clubs or institutions, it would open doors for our best players um, to play in stronger leagues overseas. Then MINDEF also plays a key role uh, if they can work together within existing measures to help footballers not lose two years Of their golden period entirely Like I said, these are pertaining to your point About high quality um, football training But if we look at the stage before that We need a wide base In order to capture a decent sized pool And ensure talents are not missed This is where let them play The the pillar let them play Will be crucial as it seeks to increase The number of primary school students Playing the game to about 2,000 per cohort And also to increase training frequency To four times a week
1: Mm. So David, we remember Goal 2010, which didn't meet its targets. Uh, The skepticism we earlier saw from netizens also referenced Goal 2010. So how does Goal 2034 compare, say in terms of approach, timeline and so on? Is it more realistic?
2: I think it's normal to react react to grand plans with skepticism, especially when something similar failed to materialize earlier. Uh, Where this project differs from Go 2010 is that this project is more wide-ranging and aims at creating a larger pool of better local footballers with a more holistic approach that also factors in uh, the academic side of things. Go 2010, on the other hand, was very specific uh, in its aim to qualify for the 2010 World Cup and try to use quick fixes like the importing of uh, foreign talents, for example. Now, the authorities have said that qualifying for the 2034 World Cup is an aspirational goal and it will be considered a success if you can hit other milestones along the way, such as uh, winning the SEA Games goal, uh, winning the ASEAN Championships again, uh, and even qualifying for the Asian Cup. Personally, I think the timeline is rather short for us to qualify for the 2034 World Cup as qualification starts in 2031. And the bulk of that prospective team is uh, now in their pre-teens or in their teens. Uh, so if they are not already showing signs of being a- Asian beaters now, it would be a long shot. But I do agree with what Sports Singapore Chief uh, Lim Tae-in said uh, that, that there should be an urgency to get things right we cannot stay static when we are competing against our rivals because what is the alternative to this project? Do do nothing? That cannot be the case. So mm-hmm. while the scepticism is understandable, uh, perhaps people need to, you know, uh, stop hating and start participating.
0: Right. Well, on that note, David, a lot of, the success of Goal 30, uh, 2034 depends on mindset. Yesterday, Sport SGCO even said that parents also need to be convinced to allow their kids to take active participation in football programs. What else do you think needs to be done to change mindset? You know, to stir up enthusiasm for local football again, similar to what we saw in the nineteen nineties. You know, during the golden age of local football.
2: I, I think it takes a success story to get. To convince people that this can be done, you know, when Joseph Schooling won Olympic gold, interest for swimming classes shot through the roof. So maybe if we have start having some football role models like Erfan Fandi becoming the first Singaporean to win the Thai League recently, mm-hmm. or his brother Iksan Fandi playing in Europe, and and Harris Harun, you know, captaining Johor Daru Takzim and playing in the AFC Champions League, uh, and a twenty plus year old coach Gavin Lee winning trophies with Tampines Rovers, all these. Success stories will inspire local footballers and convince parents that a football career is possible. However, the main difference between swimming and football is that football is, of course, a team sport, and as a result, is much harder to achieve uh, success as a whole. the The funny Ahmad era in the in the 1980s and 1990s, um, the success of that era was was the the popularity of the team. Uh, in that era, in in large part was was down to the team success they reached sea games finals they won the malaysia cup you, you cannot run away from the, the the fact that success breeds success and at least the lions now have some recent good results against uh, strong middle eastern teams so yeah we can build on that and you know uh, with afan Iksan, and harris exploits overseas uh, these are some things to build on
1: now, the Unleash the Raw project will also have a clear talent pathway for those who wish to play football professionally. So, David, uh, where do FAS and SportSG SG stand when it comes to nurturing talent through the local leagues versus encouraging them to go abroad?
2: So, like I mentioned earlier, it is hoped that our footballers uh, by the age of 17, they are ready uh, for the SPL and the best players will then hopefully be scouted or placed in stronger leagues overseas. Uh, there is logic in that thinking, but it shouldn't be a reason to neglect the development of our own league because this will still be where the bulk of uh, where our local footballers, the bulk of the local footballers play. If the SPR is not of a decent level and does not have enough teams, the whole plan falls apart because the enlarged base does not have an elite platform to play in. And if the SPL itself is not good enough, how would it convince overseas clubs to take a chance in our players? Mm. So it's really important to get our own house in order as we start dreaming big. And if everyone pulls in the same right direction, we'll definitely see improvement.
1: Well, great points there, David. Thank you so much for coming on the show. That was David Lee, sports correspondent for The Straits Times. (laughs)